Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. War Eagle Auburn fans, welcome to Hitchcock Hecklers, your source for Auburn baseball news and discussion, part of the E2C Network, a family of podcasts discussing Auburn athletics, brought to you by the Auburn Baptist Campus Ministries, serving Auburn students since 1961, and the Auburn Uniform Database. Visit them at auburnuniforms.com. I'm Chandler, and this is my co-host, Clint, and Clint... We are regional champions for the first time since 1999. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I mean, what a what a weekend, what a season this team's had. And I I, I had a little bit of FOMO for uh, of you this weekend. I, I wish I could have made it to North Carolina to experience this one. Yeah, it was um it was a fun fun time. Not only because of the trip, but because of how the Auburn Tigers played. This you had, you had a very stress-free weekend of baseball, yes. which is a rare thing as a Auburn fan. Yes, and let me tell you, when I was leaving the the game on s- Sunday night after clinching the regional championship, I saw Mr. Nonamaker, uh coach Carl Nonamaker, the assistant coach for Auburn, his dad and he stopped me and he said, let me tell you, Chandler, I've watched the last 10 weekends of Auburn baseball, either on TV or at the field, and this was by far the least stressful weekend <laughs> I have had, and I am so thankful for that. <clears throat> I, I, was, I told him I 100% agree. I mean, we just dominated every game from start to finish. Yeah, and and the scores show it. I mean, Auburn – Auburn scored 40 runs on the weekend and on 50 hits. And it just, it never was in doubt. Um, Auburn had great pitching all weekend. Um, The bats were fantastic. And it, you know, I I thought there would be a couple of points where we needed to worry, but Auburn put that behind us so quickly that I forgot that I was even worried. Yep. 13 runs, 12 runs, and 15 runs. 
to total up 40 runs in three games for the weekend. And how many did we score against Bama? 44, I think. Uh, 44, yes. Uh, we outscored Bama 44 to 10. This weekend, <laughs> we outscored opponents 40 to 12. So <laughs> not quite as good, but, uh, you know. What does, that, what does that tell you about Bama? They, they missed the tournament. I wanted to say they suck, but that's kind of inappropriate, but they suck. Um, <laughs> so, uh, yeah, but let's get started. On Friday, the uh, Tigers faced a familiar foe in the Northeastern Huskies. Um, earlier this season, Casey Mize threw his uh, complete game no-hitter against Northeastern. And then uh, that was on Friday night. And then Sunday, uh, Northeastern battled and beat us two to one. So we took the series two out of three against them earlier this season. But they did win a game and they do, they did have a, they had a good team. Um, So the Tigers had to come ready to play. And Buddy did they. Um, They got the 13 to four victory. And this game was all about the freshmen. Uh, tell us about the freshman, Clint. Well, you had Tanner Burns on the bump, and you know not his best outing, but he didn't really need to have an amazing outing. Um, goes six innings, seven hits, uh, gave up three runs. Kind of struggled at the beginning of the game. Uh, the commentators were thinking that it might have been just some nerves. Uh, you know, true freshman, and uh, in his first postseason game, that you know it's. It probably was some nerves, um, but then you've got Edward Julian hitting a three-run home run in the first. Um, Stephen Williams also hit a three-run home run in the fourth inning, and you know these <laughs> I mean, these guys are all true freshmen, and it's going to be a lot of fun. Indeed, indeed. Um, yes, they uh, they had they had themselves a weekend and. Not yeah, it wasn't only this game; it was the entire weekend. The it was just the story of the freshmen stepping up and like they have all season. Yep, and uh, but anyways, Tanner went six innings, and then Welby Malcheski came off, came in to finish off the last three innings. Um, and this was the Tigers' fortieth win on the on the season. Uh, the 12th time in program history that the Tigers have reached 40 wins in a season. That is also Coach Thompson's 100th career win as the Auburn head coach, which he also becomes the fourth Auburn coach to hit 100 wins in his career uh, coaching the Tigers. So it was a big win all around, and it, and it kept Auburn in the winner's bracket. And thankfully, Auburn never looked back from there. And one thing to note is I really like how Coach Thompson's win win loss record is is headed in his three seasons. Twenty-three wins, thirty-seven wins, and currently forty-two wins, and we're still playing baseball. We are. So <laughs> it it certainly looks like Butch Thompson has this program headed in the right direction. I'd love to see somebody say otherwise and you and me and, and so many others fight them on that. If somebody says otherwise, 
They are wrong. They are incorrect. I know this is an opinion, but their opinion is incorrect. Um, so Saturday, the Tigers faced Army. Um, that was a rainy day. Well, it was it was interesting because Friday night, um, I know uh, Kevin Ives AU, at AUPPL tweeted out that he has never been rooting harder for our arm, our armed forces. <laughs> um, because frankly, we would prefer to play army than NC state and army got the upset. And Saturday, let me just say, I was still, I'm still a big fan of our armed forces, but I, I like the, I like the Navy better than the army. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, um, go Navy beat army. That's right. Go Navy, beat Army, or go Auburn, beat Army. There you go. But Saturday, we faced the Army Black Knights, um, and Casey Mize got the nod. And that was a big debate heading into the game. Do you pitch Andrew Mitchell against Army because it is Army? Um, or do you go ahead and pitch Casey Mize? And I know there was some back and forth, and everybody's happy now because – we advanced, but at the end of the day, I like Butch Thompson's decision no matter what, um, because the one and O game is so critical. Because if you get sent to that losers bracket, if you lose that one and O game, then you have to win three games in a row to win to win the regional. And I like how the Tigers only had to play. Only had to play three games, um, where NC State would have had played four and would have possibly had to play five, where Auburn well, would have only had to possibly play four. Yeah, and you saw it in Hoover last weekend, where Auburn's got the pitching depth to go three days, maybe a little bit longer. A fourth day would have been a a tough stretch on the Auburn bullpen, but you know, Casey Auburn's been pretty dead set on keeping Casey on his routine, whether that's, you know, pitching him Friday every day or, you know, maybe moving him up one or two days, whatever it may be. But, you know, I thought that was a really smart idea to just go ahead and throw him. And plus Auburn had lost the last three games that Casey had started. So, you know, I think it was a good idea to, uh, to get him back out there to give his team an opportunity and give him some run support, um, you know, I don't want to say give Casey some confidence because I don't think he needs it, but you know, he he needed a little bit of a boost, a stat boost, if anything. So I thought that was a good decision, and um, you know, I say stat boost, but he ended up walking two guys. Granted, it was probably one of the most downpours, one of the worst downpours I've ever seen, where they still are playing the game. Was it that bad in person? Clint, let me just tell you. You still drying out? No. Well, it wasn't. I don't. I didn't really consider it that bad of a rain, but that may just be because I was so thankful for the rain. Because, <laughs> because the, going back to Friday's game for just a second, let me tell you, two o'clock, two o'clock, and you think we travel eight hours north, it's going to be a good ten degrees cooler. Yeah, you weren't let that me, far north, pal. Let me tell you, you are in 
or my thinking is incorrect. Um, so wait, 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 wait. You're saying that Chandler I, was wrong? I was wrong for the second time in my life. The second time in his life. Um, first time I thought I was wrong, but I was actually right. But anyways, the the heat was so bad on Friday. Um, Stephen Williams' aunt uh, passed out. Um, she had to really? be taken had to be taken to the medical tent. It was just, and I had to go inside uh, inside of the restroom for probably ten to fifteen minutes just to cool down uh, during like the fourth or fifth inning, and just to, just to get out of the sun. The restrooms did not have air conditioning in them, but they were a good five to ten degrees cooler because they were out of the sun. And that was that that had to be one of the hottest games I've ever endured. Which says a lot because we've been through a lot of hot games this season alone. The you know, two come to mind, the Saturday game three in Gainesville was also at two o'clock. Yeah. And there's zero shade in in Gainesville and that was probably one of the hottest games I've ever been to. And then the uh, regular season finale in Auburn against LSU that Saturday was, in, you know, that, that probably was the hottest I've ever been at an Auburn sporting event. Just, yeah. I mean, I, I get back into the car and I had to change shirts and so yeah. wet. Well, just, I know we're getting off topic, but real quick, the thing about Gainesville was you could walk underneath and there was shade underneath the, underneath the bleachers. Right. The thing about NC State, there was no bleachers. Uh well the there was bleachers, but they you had to go down. And then at the top there was no cover. There oh. was there was no escape from the shade unless you went into the restroom and that was only five to ten degrees cooler. So I mean there was just there was no escape from it where you could watch the game. Um so it was just a miserable game all around. So yes, that Saturday game, the rain, I welcomed the rain. I loved it. Um I told Miss Melissa, Stephen Williams' mom, and his his aunt was sitting right beside her. I told her, I was like, I I know y'all are enjoying this little bit of rain way more than yesterday's game, aren't y'all? And she said, Yes, definitely one hundred percent. Um, well, as much as you enjoyed the rain, I don't think Casey Mize did as much. Um, no, you know, like I said, walked two guys, and you know his he he had like two or three balls that were missed really badly. Like they had an NC State logo on the back wall, um, you know, probably a, a, the size of the batter's box behind the right-handed batter's box, and and Casey nailed it. Um, just completely missed and whiffed on his pitch and, and nailed that logo on the back wall. So they, they tried really hard to keep uh, dry baseballs in the game. And, and, and for Casey to battle like he did through that was, was impressive enough. But I think even more impressive was the Auburn bats. Yeah, they were, they were quite impressive. Eighth game with three home runs this season. Um, Brett Wright had a home run, his 11th of the season. Josh Anthony had a home run, his fourth of the season. And immediately following Josh Anthony's 
Will Holland had his 12th of the season. Um, every starter had a hit, and eight made the trip all the way around the bases. Man, and, that, that nine-run fifth inning was a lot of fun to watch. Yes. Um, like you said, Josh Anthony hits a home run. That was to lead off the inning. And I think he was the final out of the inning. Um, <clears throat> but I know a lot of people were really hoping that Josh would be one of the first, you know, uh, Auburn players to hit two home runs <laughs> in a game in the same inning. So that, that was a, just a crazy inning for the Tigers and, and of course for, for army, but yeah. uh, that, that gave Auburn, I mean, that Auburn went into the fifth up one Oh and scored nine in the fifth and still scored two more in the seventh, but they really didn't need them. <laughs> yeah. I mean, looking back at it, you say we could have probably pitched Andrew Mitchell and been fine, but I'm glad we, we threw Casey Mize. Um, and, he had a he had a great outing. Um, seven innings, uh, four hits, like you said, two base on balls, which is ho- which is absolutely horrible for Casey Mize. <laughs> but eleven strikeouts, overall great great outing. And well, the the commentators were not happy that Auburn was keeping Casey in as long as they did. They were thinking, you know, up nine or up 10 in the fifth inning that they would go ahead and pull Casey. I think he had 50 something pitches at that point, but they never seemed to me at least to consider the pitching status for the rest of the weekend. You know, if Auburn had to play two more games at worst and you just burnt your whole bullpen on, you know, ultimately a throwaway game, then, you know, that's, that's not what Casey's out there to do. And, and Casey is out there to get you seven innings and keep the opponent to as few as runs as possible. So he did his job, and that's yeah. all Auburn asked him to do. Let me tell you, Clint, there's a reason why those announcers are announcing in the booth, and there's a reason why <laughs> Coach Butch Thompson is coaching on the field. Hey, do you want to know more about those commentators? It's because Coach Thompson is a good coach. It's because those announcers – are probably former coaches who have gotten fired and are bad coaches. Well, they're they're even worse commentators. Um, it took them until Sunday's game to even get Jay Estes' name right. They yeah. called him Ray all weekend. Um, I swear I heard John's Anthony instead of Josh. Yeah, ridiculous. And, and just the rest of the, the broadcast was not great. There was very little, if any crowd and field noise so I, I could pick you out in the crowd heckling but it was difficult and and you know you could barely hear the ping of the bats um but it was it was a subpar weekend of broadcasting so oh. you know the the 16 seed in uh in the ncaa tournament definitely got the 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 worst team from espn just Real quick, before we move on to NC State game, um, I wanted to make sure to note that Casey Mize's mom was in attendance at Casey at Casey's this start on Saturday. Um, you know, it was possibly his last start. And I say this because you think it's his mom. Of course she's in attendance. But that's not 
this poor this poor woman she's her her poor nerves are so bad and she gets so anxious that she has to skip um and not watch many of casey's starts and she stays at home or stays in the hotel and it's just it's a sad sad situation but (laughs) we are so thankful that miss mize made it to the ballpark on on saturday and got to see casey pitch and I made sure not to say a word to her before the game. I went over and said hello to Casey's dad, but didn't say a word to her. But when Casey got pulled, um, when he finished his seven innings, I, w- I went over to her and I said, he, he did pretty dadgum good, didn't he? He did pretty dadgum good. And he, she said, he did excellent. What are you talking about? He did excellent. And I said, yes, ma'am. So that was just, that was great to see her happy and um, see Casey have a great start in what could have been his final start, but thankfully it was not. Um, And why is that? Because Sunday we, we faced NC state in the regional championship game and we whooped NC state's butt 15 to seven to win Auburn's first regional championship since 1999. And Buddy, was that a fun game? And to add on to it, this was just a quick side note um, to continue on to the Casey's parents' point. This was the day before the MLB draft. If Auburn had lost that game, Auburn would have had to play Monday night during the first round of the MLB draft. Let's save that rant for a little bit. <laughs> well, Okay, we'll save it. Auburn got the 15-7 to victory, got a seven-run lead, in the fourth and never looked back. Um, the leadoff man reached base in the first five innings. And Andrew Mitchell had a solid start, only went three and a third innings, um, only gave up two hits. But you got to think, with Auburn's full entire bullpen available, I, I like the move from Butch to to pull Andrew that early just because we had Cody Greenhill available. We had Davis Daniel available. We had Calvin Coker available, Elliot Anderson. We had our full bullpen available and ready to go. So I like the move bringing in Cody Greenhill this early on, um, just to not not to let things get get away from from Auburn. And Cody did excellent. Went four and a third, uh, allowed three runs, but had five five strikeouts. And with Auburn's offense, he did. He did what it took, and that was that was great to see. And then Davis Daniel came in and finished the final inning and a third, um, giving up one run and had two strikeouts. You know, I'm really liking Davis Daniel as a closer. You know, I, I like him finishing these games. I feel like that just fits him better. And as we talked last week, he's he's showing so much more emotion on the mound, and it's so much fun to watch. And and for him to be out on the mound when Auburn clinched the regional championship, it just, you know, it probably didn't mean much to many people watching, but I thought that that was a really cool moment and, you know, something that he's worked hard for. And he's not had, you know, he's not had the most graceful career at Auburn just as a sophomore. He's had his ups and downs, but, you know, I was happy for him to to be out there and be part of that. Yes, 100% agree. Um, just great to see Davis 
do well <laughs> in in that outing. I mean, it was just an all around great weekend, like I said earlier. But um, how was that celebration as that final out was recorded? That was, I mean, as anticlimactic as it was. Um, a little as, grounder to Luke Jarvis at second and tossed with, over to, yeah. to first base. <laughs> with Auburn having the 15-7 to 7 victory, it, not even a close game, not having to worry about anything. That final out, you could just feel. Um, first time in 20 years that Auburn, or nearly 20 years, has Auburn has advanced to a Super Regional, and you could just feel the relief from this ball club as they hopped over that rail and they just went out there to celebrate. And, you know, you see some of these teams celebrate their regional win, um, acting like no big deal, get in the handshake line. But I I was so glad to see Auburn show some emotion and celebrate this, this regional victory because this was such a huge victory for this program um, and such a landmark victory. Um, just a great, great all-around weekend. Well, and, you know, you mentioned that it's the first time Auburn's even made it to a Super Regional since 1999, which was the first year that the NCAA um, College World Series tournament actually featured Super Regionals. So it's been a long time coming, and, you know, you could just see it on the broadcast. You could see it in all the photos um you know i i loved the video posted afterwards of uh coach thompson taking the game ball saying i'm gonna do some magic like you guys have done magic on this field hunches over and says i'm gonna turn this ball into a regional champion ring and the team goes nuts i just absolutely love that video yeah that was that was awesome let's talk about your player of the week first clint um (laughs) The regional, the regional MVP. Who who was the regional MVP? Well, the regional MVP is not my player of the week. Um, you know, surprisingly, but good old Josh Anthony played out of his mind this entire weekend. Um, you know, nine hole batter had had really struggled with his bat during his time at Auburn. You know, had such a great uh, Juco career, but this kid goes nine for 13 uh, across the regional games, scores six runs, hit three doubles, one massive home run to start off a nine run inning against Army, and scored seven RBIs. And, you know, just I, I, I love watching this kid play. He, when he's going, he's so much fun to watch. Yes. And just for all our listeners out there, I want to go back to a text message that Clint Richardson sent me at 634 on Sunday, Sunday (laughs) night. It says, Josh Anthony is my player of the week. Select accordingly. Um, So, Well, I'm I'm going off of what you responded afterwards, because I think it's an easy consensus pick for both of us that our players of the week is this entire team. So look, I don't I'm not going to let Clint take my the credit for my ideal <laughs> it's play, idea. Uh, idea. And I'm not going to let him take credit for that. So Josh Anthony, 
You are Clint's player of the week. My player of the week is this entire Auburn baseball team. Um, oh, man. Let me tell you. I and I responded with from for with to Clint with um he, he said Josh agent. Anthony is my player of the week. Select accordingly. I responded back entire team. He said, "Ha ha." I said, "If they win, I'm dead serious. First super regional victory since 1999, and I think that can say it all. I think <laughs> this team has accomplished <laughs> Auburn baseball history and that is why th- this entire team is my player of the week. Okay, yeah. I'm sorry. I am done with my rant. We will pr- <laughs> let's proceed with the show. Well, hold on. You know, if we're still talking about the team, um, six players were named to the all regional team, and that's not. You know, Josh Anthony was a all all tournament team first baseman as well as the MVP. But Casey Mize, Edward Julian, um, Brendan Venter, Stephen Williams, and Jay Estes, not Ray Estes, were all named to the all-tournament team. So it was it was definitely a team effort. But speaking of history, following you know this big drought busted, uh, Monday night was the MLB draft. Yes, and going back to what I was trying to get at earlier was Sunday's game versus NC State. Um, I had the privilege of sitting right behind, literally right behind, Casey Mize's father, mother, and girlfriend. Let me tell you, I think they were the happiest people, happiest of everybody to see Auburn get that victory on Sunday night and not have to push it to a Monday game because – that allowed them to travel back home Monday morning and allowed them to gather Casey's family, entire family, uh, aunts, uncles, brothers. Um, uh, I'm not sure if grandparents, but grandparents, if, if, if they're still living, they were all there um, in the Auburn Athletic uh, Complex in the big football meeting room where uh, where the football team usually gets to meet. Um, they had the MLB draft party uh, there because Casey Mize wanted to be surrounded by his team and his coach and the people that were around him every day. And um, I think that says something about Casey Mize's character. And just being able to sit behind them and just talk to them throughout the game about how how much they wanted this win so that could happen and how much Casey wanted that win so this could happen was just incredible and it was just a just a great great time sitting behind them and um I I'll be honest um I I uh, personally I asked Miss Mize I think it was during the third or fourth inning I said, I know this is like a five-year-old, but can I get a Casey Mize signed baseball? <laughs> um, and she was like, I think, I think I can make that happen, Chandler. I think all that you've done and all the the number of games that you've come to this season, I think we can make that happen. Oh, that'll so, be worth some money one day. So 
Um, I'm glad that's going to happen, but I'm even more glad for Casey Mize's parents. Um, you couldn't, you couldn't have two better people in the world. Um, and Casey Mize, they clearly raised an incredible son and just, I'm so happy for them and just an all around amazing weekend that concluded Monday night at the athletic department with the, uh, rock Robert, Manfred, uh, I think that's his name, the commissioner of the Major League Baseball, getting on stage about five minutes after the MLB draft comes on and announcing the first pick of the 2018 MLB draft selected by the Detroit Detroit Tigers is Casey Mize. And then they went to the Auburn Athletic Complex and just seeing all his teammates – elated for him and I'll tell you the funniest part to me was I told you his mom has very very anxious has very her nerves are very bad and but she had a smile on her face Tally his girlfriend had a smile on her face the entire time even when his name was announced and they were just very happy but his dad that was the funny part to me, his dad. And I, it wasn't funny. It was because I cried too. his dad. You could see the tears coming to his face. And I'll tell you this, his dad is no little man. And he's, you gotta, you, I vision his dad being the tough, tough dad that grew up with Casey coaching, coaching his son and being tough on him. But his dad just, was was a softy in this moment and i mean i was a softy too um and that was just incredible to see and it was it was an amazing night casey being the first auburn player to ever go number one overall um just you know i even said it after his pick and after his interview just casey is so stoic and so straight-faced and such a competitor when he's on the mound and and just every day, it seems, from what I've seen of him and know of him, but to see him emotional and choked up, you know, with his family, with his team, and uh, it, it did say a lot about him. And, and there's there's great footage and a fantastic photo of his name being announced and Casey just putting his head, you know, on his arms, crossed in front of him on the table, and, and it's... You know, it's 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 a culmination of all that kid's hard work goes undrafted out of high school all the way to number one overall. And, you know, we were mentioning you, you mentioned earlier about how they were worried about maybe having to play a game during the draft. And and that nightmare actually did happen for a couple of these guys. Um, Jonathan India from Florida was taken fifth overall in the middle of the game. Um, one of the Ole Miss pitchers was taken. I think 22nd overall in the middle of this game. And it's, it's a really sad thing that these kids have to be paying attention to their phone as, as their season is probably coming to an end, like it did for Ole Miss and the MLB can't just push their draft back a couple of weeks or, you know, do something different. There's no reason to, or Make just kids suffer like that. Not even a couple of weeks. Push it back a couple of days. Have it Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. <clears throat> not di- when, it, not during 
in between super or in, in between regionals and super regionals. I mean, it's ridiculous. Well, um, when you know when when you ask Ryan Rollison from Ole Miss, how how was the day and night you got drafted? It's probably not going to be that great because his team got ousted from the tournament play. Yeah. You know, they got beat not even an hour after his name got called. Yes. Yeah. That's, at, that's at, not fun. At his home field to make it even worse. I yeah. mean, so it's just not a good feeling. But You're on the high of the high for getting your name called a dream come true and then another dream of winning a championship with your college teammates gets – it gets shattered, and that's that's just not fair for these kids. Not at all. So Auburn's first regional championship in 20 years was not my favorite part. It was that Casey Mize got to come home and spend that number one overall pick moment with his family and his teammates in the Auburn Athletic Complex <laughs> where, where he wanted where he wanted to be. And oh. I think that was the happiest moment for me. And I would agree with that. And it's a shame that Florida Atlantic couldn't give Casey the best gift of all of being able to get one more start at Plainsman Park. Yeah. That that standing ovation Friday night in Plainsman Park in a super regional against Florida Atlantic would have been just absolutely insane. That well, would have been one of the best moments in Auburn Athletics history. Yeah, and I agree. unfortunately, you know, FAU took Florida pretty far. I mean, they took them into freaking Tuesday, um, but you know, Auburn gets to travel back to Gainesville, and you and I and everybody else who's going to be making that trip is probably going to die in that heat. Yeah, I'm not looking forward to the uh, noon Eastern start time on Saturday, noon Eastern start time on Sunday, and oh. Well, they'll forgive us for the or they'll make up for it in the if necessary game Monday night. Um at I think it's at uh seven thirty. Eight thirty. Eight thirty Eastern. Yeah, so oh, they'll make up for it then, but Yeah, really. We're gonna have to suffer the first two days. But let me tell you, I don't know if Casey Mize um is gonna pitch on Saturday or Casey Mize is gonna pitch on Sunday. But He's going to pitch one of those two days, and I will be sure to be in that ballpark to give him – I know, and you'll be there with me, and we will make sure to give him his own standing ovation that he Absolutely. so deserves. I don't care if it's just the two of us. And it's it'll be a, it'll be a great moment, but Casey Mize, the first number number one overall pick in Auburn baseball history – and uh, kudos to that kid. But moving on to the to the Florida series, like I said, noon start time on Saturday, noon start time on Sunday, and eight thirty Monday night. All these times Eastern. Um, we don't know the rotation yet. Uh, my, I would imagine it's Casey Saturday, Tanner yeah. Sunday. You know, Andrew I I, th- I think Auburn's top two pitchers have a chance to beat anybody. It's it's all about yeah. Auburn's bats. If if they have a outing like they did, you know, just a couple, what, about a month ago now in Gainesville, then I think they'll give them a chance. We just need the bats to get going. Yeah, I agree. I think 
I, I really do think that you have to bring out your ace on Saturday to start the series because getting up 1-0 in a series is so big because it's just it's just like the regionals. Instead of winning two games, you only have to win one. If you get that first win, you only have to win one. And so I think throwing Casey Mize, and I know Florida's probably will pitch Brady Singer against Casey, but um, hey, and it, where, it, where did where did Brady Singer get picked? Do you know? <laughs> Brady Singer got picked 18th overall, um, 17 picks below Casey Mize. Just um, just pointing that out. He was projected number two overall. But yeah, Brady Singer, I'm sure. Is a is a great kid, great great pitcher as well. But um, and let me tell you, S- Saturday or Sunday, whenever these two competitors go against each other, that is going to be a fun fun matchup to watch. Um, and I'm looking forward to it. And I'm hoping Casey Myers go nine innings, then Tanner Burns goes uh, seven. And we have such a big lead on Florida that Welby Malcheski comes in and finishes it up. And then Andrew Mitchell or and then Andrew Mitchell uh doesn't even pitch on Monday because we've won the first two games. <laughs> that um, is the ideal situation. Yeah, uh, and then we advance to the College World Series in Omaha for the first time since I think nineteen ninety seven. Um yeah. but I'm not going to get too far ahead of myself. Yeah, please don't. Um, but I think that's saying something. This Auburn Tigers baseball team is two wins away from making it to Omaha. I know it's two. I know Florida. <laughs> I know Florida is two wins away as well. But two wins away. Oh man! And <laughs> I know you've got to like our chances at least one game with the number one overall pick on the mound. Um, and then the way Tanner Burns has been pitching and the way these bats have been going, I, I know Florida is the number one overall seed. They're the best team in the country, but the way Auburn, these Auburn Tigers have been playing, I like Auburn in this series. I like Auburn to advance to Omaha and, um, I'm, I know I'm probably being a barner right now and looking at my orange and blue glasses. Big time. But I like Auburn in this series. Um, so no matter what, it'll be fun. Um, and I can't wait to be down there this weekend and seeing these Tigers play. So. Yeah, you and me both. Just make sure you pack a lot of sunscreen and maybe a frog tog wet towel. And we might as well start hydrating right now. Um, I'm wondering, we'll talk about it after the show, but I'm wondering if they let you bring those empty water bottles in too. Like they, all don't have any, they don't have anything. Oh, well, never mind. I mean, their, their water fountains are nasty. <laughs> okay. Well, it's been fun. Um, Clint, how the, can the uh, people listening connect with you? You can always follow me on Twitter at ClintAU24. And you can check out my website, the Auburn Uniform Database at auburnuniforms.com. Yes, and you can connect with me by Twitter 
uh, Auburn super fan at Golf Wiz Kid, G-O-L-F-W-I-Z-K-I-D. And uh, I think that'll do it for us this time. And I'm ready to go whoop some gator butt. I don't know about you, but I'm ready. That's going to do it for this episode on the E2C Network. Thank you so much for taking some time to tune into our show. A couple reminders for you listeners before we head out today. If you're interested in joining the E2C Network team, make sure you give us an email at e2cnetwork at gmail.com, and we'd be happy to discuss that with you. Also, make sure you're checking out the variety of episodes on our podcast we have coming out each week, as well as our blog post on e2cnetwork.com. Specifically, make sure you're checking out Facebook Live sessions that we have called E2C Live and Auburn Fan Chat, where you, the listener, can get involved in the show and have your voice heard. If you're interested in connecting with us and giving us feedback, there are a variety of ways to do that. First, go online to iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play. Please subscribe there and give us reviews there as well. It helps spread the show and lets us know how we're doing. If you're looking to find us on social media, you can do so at Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and even YouTube. Just type in E2C Network, and that'll get you there. Once again, our email is E2Cnetwork at gmail.com and our website, E2Cnetwork.com. And I want to thank the Auburn BCM and the Auburn Uniform Database once again, and thank you, the listeners, for tuning in each and every week. It's always great to be an Auburn Tiger and War Eagle.